Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, welcome back, baby boomers, to the podcast that's made just for you. That's right. We're all about everything baby boomers want to know. When I say we, I, of course, am referring to my two partners in this venture. First of all, from uh, from beautiful Denver, Colorado, please welcome Carolyn Strauss. And it is almost Easter, and it's my favorite season. Well, it's my favorite holiday because I love a sequel, but also because um, Peeps. Oh. Peeps. Marshmallow you make a Peeps. joke like that and you think Peeps is going to save you? <laughs> it wasn't a joke. It was a fact. It's a sequel. <laughs> okay. And the other voice you hear, he'll probably uh, be saved, however. And that is from, from Indiana, the Aristotle of comedy, Tim Slagle. It's just been demonstrated that uh, that people who catch COVID have a three times more likely chance of uh, having erectile dysfunction, uh, proving once and all for all, a shot in the arm is worth two in the bush. <laughs> where's my where's my bell? <laughs> 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 Sound effects this week, kids. We're getting better and better. <laughs> Anyhow, this is our, uh, our our April Fool's show. Every year, I love April Fool's Day. It's one of my favorite holidays because you can pretty much do anything and get away with it. And uh, and it's it's fun, always fun to play pranks on people. But we thought, why don't we bring in somebody who really knows how prank people and maybe not prank them but but enlighten them so what we did was we found a mentalist joe Curcillo is a professional mentalist he is also an attorney so so uh, you know he 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 knows how much money is involved before you even start negotiating anyhow he's a mentalist and an attorney he's known as the mind shark he's appeared in las vegas in the caribbean and in the united states supreme court and he's going to tell us a little bit about what's to come here on the uh on the first of april welcome joe Curcillo to another day above ground well, glad to ha be here. Thank you for having me. And to tell you what's to come, I don't really have any idea. Um, I spent my weekend focusing on the evergreen, ever given to get it to move in the Suez Canal using my mind, and I'm rather tired this week. Well, I'm so, proud of you. You got it done. I yeah. quickly got it done. Uri Geller asked, and we all chipped in, and it's done. So, you know, uh, but I'm tired now. So the, the bow is bent a little bit, you know, where Yuri was standing. So. Exactly. You know, I got that message from him, and I, he said, please help, and I said, I'm in. That's terrific. I do what my friends ask me. That's great. What we want to ask you is, you know, I, you know, for mentalism, what you you're, you're reading people's minds, and today so many people, it's a big blank space, you know, and <laughs> I mean, there's nothing in those minds anymore. 
Yeah, Dale, I've known you a long time, and I'm not sure it's just today that there's a big blank space. I have to tell you, I, I'm concerned it's been there for a while. <laughs> don't, don't try and get inside my head, man. There's hardly room for me in there. <laughs> and for me, all the other voices crowd me out. Sometimes there are so many of them. Oh. I had the opportunity of working with uh, with Kreskin one time when I had a, yep. a TV show in the 90s. And uh, the uh, director of the show came up to me and says, be careful when you shake hands with him. I said, why? He said, just be careful. Because Kreskin would grab your hand and shake it like he's milking the world's biggest cow. Yes. I mean, it was just, he, shook, he grabbed it hard, shook it real hard. And uh, after the show, I asked him, I said, why'd you do that? He said, it tells me which people are more likely to go along. Exactly. Huh. So I've been doing exactly. that ever since. You know, it irritates a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, do, I do it in bars all the time. Um, well, no, wait, that's, me, not when me... I'm, that's not when I'm performing. Never mind. Let me stop you both right here. Now, now, the idea is you shake the hand really hard to see what? If they try to pull away or they just If they let try you... to pull away or offer a lot of resistance. But if they huh. just let you shake it like it's a rag doll, they're the one. Huh. And then you can work for um, Andrew Cuomo, so... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, the... That's his hiring practice. All right, Joe, let me ask you this. In all of the, uh, in all the mentalism that you've done, have you ever read the mind of anybody like uh, famous or, uh, or important or, uh, you know, a name that uh, we'd know? Um, yeah, we're baby boomers, so yeah, probably, but nobody, uh, anyone today would know. <laughs> um, I, uh, well, we, we only got people our age listening to this. So, there you, know. you go. I've Actually, got a, I've got my... a buddy that does impressions, and that's he has the same problem. Is all those impressions are dead people? It's no <laughs> <laughs> They've been dead for twenty years. So if he works, if he's working a crowd of twenty-five year olds, there, why is he doing those weird voices? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I've bounced around a lot, so I've had a chance to meet a lot of people. Um, I, I would say my favorite famous person um, to perform for is a woman named Catherine Hickland, who is one of my, actually, best friends. Um, she was 12 years on One Life to Live, and before that, she was Stevie Mason on Knight Rider um, with uh, David Hasselhoff. And uh, I, I, I never watched soap operas, yeah. but I remember Knight Rider, but very vaguely. Yeah. She was a cute little blonde. She was a pinup. You had to go about six things back in Spencer's Gifts, way behind Farrah Fawcett, and there was Catherine. Um, but, you know, I loved her, and now that we're friends, it's even cooler. But I performed in their home, and my favorite story is I sat there throwing trash as I was working into a cup in the middle of the table. And then I picked up the cup, and I went to dump it, and it fell into the trash. And she looked at me and said... That's the silver chalice. And I looked at her and went, and I looked into the can and I went, Paul Newman, the silver chalice, that's it? I turned out I threw out Paul Newman's silver chalice from the movie. It was a museum piece and I didn't know it. Wow. <laughs> wow. I got it. It's all cool. <laughs> well, it was silver, so it probably wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't yeah. have, if it was porcelain, you might have been in trouble. That's right. About 10 minutes before that, I had sneezed in the direction of Debbie Reynolds's Monet on her bedroom wall. So 
Um, I think the chalice was a minor issue. He's <laughs> <laughs> an art destroyer there. Holy oh, no, yeah. Don't invite this, me in your own. Yeah, the reason people started oh, putting glass in the frames. Only Get a few insurance. people have ever seen Debbie Reynolds Monet. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, that's right. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Carolyn, you've got to have a question for Joe as far as mentalism is concerned. Wouldn't you like to learn how to do that so you could tell what was on people's minds? Well, men are easy. So how do you read the mind of women? (laughs) Because apparently we're more complicated. I know with men, you feed them, give them the remote, and tell them that they're perfect. No, that's, that's how you mi- that's how you mind control them. Uh, that's how you control them. I live in a home where I have a wife and two daughters, so I learned to mind read because it was necessary for my survival. <laughs> um, yeah, so what are the know. clues, Joe? How do you know like is is there like a, a script that you follow that if their eyes go to the right they're lying, if they go to the left they're oh. not, if you you know, tell you know, pick a number from one to ten and you get it right or something? How do you do that kind of stuff? If their face well, turns red, you means they didn't put the dishes in the dishwasher. There you go. That works. Uh, now, you know, I'm funny about that question because there's a lot of rules for people that do body language, and there's the right look, up look, all that. Um, I will tell you this. I don't believe those rules work. I watch people. I pay attention to everything about them, and every move they make means something to me because I didn't learn to do what I do from a book. I didn't learn body language from a book. I learned it after 30 years of being a trial lawyer in a courtroom and watching people on witness stands lie, tell the truth, and move. So I work out of instinct a lot. Wow. Is that near Hershey, Pennsylvania, instinct? Yes, it's right down by Paradise Blue Ball and uh, Burton Hand. <laughs> Lancaster County, actually. Do you get hired to just sit in courts anymore and say, that guy's lying, that guy's lying, like the show on TV? You know, I stopped doing that. I mean, I have uh, two lawyers that I still deal with on a regular basis, but I wanted to get out of the courtroom. So when I retired from the practice of law, I got out of the courtroom completely. Um I had, in fact, I did a hearing this morning for a friend, and when it was over, I got to my car and remembered why I wanted to get out of the courtroom. I won, but my blood pressure was so high, it took hours to come down. Wow. And I just, I'm so keyed up in a courtroom, I just said I was done. So I don't want to consult. I don't do that anymore. Gotcha. gotcha. So, so what's the best April Fool's joke that we could play based in mentalism that we could do to somebody today, tomorrow, during April Fool's? That would that would work. What can we do? What can you do? As I don't know. That's an interesting question. I guess I could um, say to you could say to a group of people, and this is again, you just have to see if it works. It's purely instinct. But um, if you look at some people and say to them, I want you to think of two simple geometric shapes. One inside of the other and picture those two shapes right now the three of you each have do you each have a geometric shape inside of another yes okay um do any one of the three of you have a well my thing's not working a triangle in a circle 
No. 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 Okay, good. So that didn't work, so don't do it. <laughs> actually, the majority of my audience will do that. Uh, very a triangle close. Very close. I actually had I actually had a circle uh, uh, a circle in a triangle. Oh, they did it backwards, but it's the same difference. I had a rhombus <laughs> inside of a rhomboid. Well, there you have it. You know what I could do though? I could say this, and this is not for anybody, but um, do any of one of the three of you have any idea? Let me stand up for a moment, just because I know the people listening can't see what's going on, but it's very important to me that you guys can. We're so, performing um, a mentalism trick remotely. This is this I'm is history, this. I believe. This is history. I'm going to see if this works. Do you have to get um, surgery to get that rhombus removed from your rhomboid? Me, yes, <laughs> you can do that. My, I have a colonoscopy scheduled next month. I'll talk to you about that. Do any one of the three of you know at what time of day you were born? Yes. Yes. Okay, Carol. Uh, Dale, you'll think I set this up with Carolyn, um, and I didn't, okay? So, Dale, what time of day were you born? I believe it was about 9 a.m. I don't know the minutes. Yeah. Okay, so it was 9 a.m., and I'm doing this on purpose this way. Um, I wrote that down. I want to make sure that I wrote down what you said. 9 a.m., right? Well, no, you have 9.01. Yeah, well, you didn't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so, so that, yeah, 901 a.m. You bet. That'll work. All right. We'll just check. So, um, I don't know if this works or not today. I can't be positive. You know, this is so painful doing this online. And, uh, <laughs> and, and on audio. Our world. <laughs> this yeah, is an audio podcast. Very strange. The what? This is I an said, audio you don't have to podcast. watch it. You want to know what pain is. Go ahead. No, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. The reason I ask is I, I want you to know I did something intentionally while I'm standing here holding this. It wasn't to show you that. It was to make sure that at the whole time you could see my watch mm-hmm. and tell me what time it says. Ooh. Ooh, wow. 9.01. For those yeah. listening, the watch does say 9 o'clock. How, how do you read that watch, though, the way you're wearing it? It would be upside down. I couldn't read it. I did it for you because I'm not a gymnast. I'm an overweight guy. <laughs> and for those listening, yes, my watch was set to 901. 901, wow. And it Very was nice. visible the whole time. There it Very is. Very nice. Very oh. nice. Whew. All right. So, Tim, wow. what do you got? You're, you're, you're right at least twice a day, Joe. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes, I, I have Dale's birth time twice a day. Wow. <laughs> I go outside and get the chilled, and I can cut glass with my nipples at the same time. <laughs> now you're the talking list a good of fun trick things here. that happen in our life. <laughs> Carolyn oh can do God. that, you know, when it's sub zero. But, um, <laughs> Tim, you got any questions for, uh, for Joe? Yeah, how long have you been doing me- uh, mentalism? How long is it? Uh, uh... Yep, I started doing mentalism in 1995. Uh, prior to that, I had a long sordid history as a children's magician, and I was a clown and did parties. Uh-huh. Um, in fact, I jokingly tell people, and, and it's true, but I laugh about myself. In 1992, I made more money wearing clown makeup and running around Hershey Park than I did as a deputy attorney general in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So, oh my gosh. Uh, and then I burned out doing all the kids' show stuff, and someone looked at me and said, Joe, you're a king bullshitter. Become a mind reader. And I went, what? 
And then they said the magic words, you can charge more as a mind reader. And all of a sudden, I went, I'm a mind reader now. <laughs> now, it's been, it's, it's been a long road. I uh, performed since 1995. 2014 was uh, the day I received the award called the Milbourne Christopher Award, where I found out um, I was the 11th person to receive the Milbourne Christopher Award for mentalism since 1969. And I wow. went, oh, my God, I can do this crap. Wow. Now, so, you knew, of course, that that w award was coming, right? I did. I did. And I also knew they were going to pay to have me fly out to uh, St. Louis to get it. So I was there waiting. Um, <laughs> that was, yeah. I, I, uh, so, so, so the first time you were on stage, the, the, the very first time you were on stage, uh, how, how did you... It, did you do just adapt your children's magic act, or or did you did no. you get an entirely new act? How, how did that? How did you oh. construct that for the very well, first time? For, yeah, first of all, my children's show was a lot of fun, bright colors, and um, I had a business going that was um, phenomenal as a kids show entertainer. But same show, loud. same show that you did for the attorneys, right? Right, yeah, it works yeah, both, yes. But I imagine, uh, I imagine no. the last time you were scrubbing frosting out of your suit coat, you were saying, uh, I envision a new career for myself. Wow, <laughs> I must be a mentalist. <laughs> the day I got to my car, called my wife and said, how do you get blood out of a clown suit? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it had to change. <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, the mind reading, actually, I'll tell the story. My very first show, it was entertaining. I uh, I looked at the audience, and it was a group of sheriffs from all over the place. And I got some guy in the audience, and I said to him, I want you to think of a country, any country, and make it in Eastern Europe or Western Europe, I said. And I said, Western Europe. Stay in Western Europe. Pick a country. The guy says, okay. And I start to work with him, and all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm not getting anything. And I said to him, what country are you thinking of? And he said, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so this woman yelled at him that he was a total idiot. So I looked at her and said, would you please stand up? Thank you. Would you think of a country in Western Europe? I couldn't get anything from her, and I said, okay, I give up. What are you thinking? And she said... Chili. <laughs> she was hungry. I gave a lot of thought to quitting right then and there. Um, it was the strangest experience I've had. Um, so I jokingly say I don't ever really do geography joke uh, tricks anymore because people don't have a clue. <laughs> it's more fun just to ask them a question. I got a, I got another uh, question. Um, yes, because because the, the kind of a crossover between your two professions. Uh, when yep. you when you book a show, do you uh, use a contract? Yes, I do. Well, I use a confirmation letter. Uh, yeah, I send a I send a confirming letter that they have to sign. I don't do a formal contract. Because because I would imagine the attorney and you said always get a contract, but the medalist and you said I don't need one. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Actually, I'm laughing as you say that, and the reason I'm laughing is I always forgot that fee agreement signed as a lawyer. That's why I had staff to remind me. <laughs> I was a criminal defense lawyer 
We didn't deal in signed contracts. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, just the verbal contracts put out by the mob. Just yeah, well, <laughs> you know, people paid me because I knew people. <laughs> you are a criminal defense lawyer. Could you read your defendant's mind? Could you tell if they were actually guilty? Um, well, I, I could not. I don't ever say that I actually read their minds, but I could tell by the mannerisms, the way they talked to me, um, what they were telling me that was true and not true. Um, the witnesses, it was the same thing. Can you use your skills to get somebody to change their mind? Like if you were in front of a judge, could you read the judge and then go, I know exactly what to say to get her to say something different? Yeah, $50. Um, yeah, usually that means leaving something in an envelope. No, um, see, I can make I'm that getting, joke. I'm, getting, I'm, not doing I'm it. getting an image here. Uh, uh, so no, you one, one, car. no, one, th one th thousand. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 there's a lot of uh, what I would call in when you're speaking to people like that, making sure you make various connections. But I use a lot of stuff that comes from. Um, Milton Erickson and the study of hypnotism and the language that we use. I am not a fan, not a fan of NLP. Sorry, people. I'm old school. I use Ericksonian hypnotic uh, methods, which is the forerunner to NLP. It's the real deal. I don't, I don't know what NLP is. Uh, National the, Lions uh, Parade. Yes. <laughs> that neurolinguistic programming shit. You know, um, no, but I mean, there's certain things I can say to a judge. Like I tell people, one of my standard comments to you is if I look at you and say, you know, if you go outside and look at your lawn, you're going to see that every single blade of grass is a different color green. So when you stand out there and look at it, you're going to notice it's not all the same shade of green. So there's a chance oh, mine is, that at some I point I guarantee you that. Well, yours is fake. <laughs> <laughs> but no, when you say that to somebody, technically, like in the next couple of hours, you're going to be outside. You're going to look at your grass. That's what you're going to think, because I've said something innocuous that people will follow up on later by accident, unless you have astroturf. Um, then no, of course no, that is I have a every dog. shade of green. Oh, so it's all brown. <laughs> no, just uh, just circles. Just okay, circles. all right. <laughs> they're, like, they're like crop circles. You know, people come in and <laughs> investigate them. Well, let me oh. ask you this, Joe. You're also, in addition to being a mentalist and an attorney and all the other things, you're also a very popular uh, speaker in, uh, in, in business uh, situations. What exactly do you speak about, and do you bring any mentalism ideas into it? Sure. Uh, well, my general speech is uh, based on creating a unifying vision so that a company, an association, an organization all moves in one direction and what I call tip the scales in their favor and keep them there. And um, I don't want to say that I bring mentalism into the actual business side of it, but I do teach them how to be a better communicator, observer, and pay attention to things to get stuff done. And then when I'm doing my keynotes, I always tell people I really don't know if I'm going to do mentalism during my keynote. It's kind of a surprise to me and the audience, but it does happen a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's very nice. Very yeah, nice. So. What do you like the most? Do you like speaking? Do you like mentalism? Do you like being a clown? 
Uh, no, the clown thing is done. I am 170 pounds away from my clown costume. Um, it stopped <laughs> fitting that long ago. Um, so it's down, you know, the mentalism and speaking, I love both. I really do. I mean, when I got out of law, my dream was to do both and just have fun with them because I don't know, as long as I have a microphone in my hand, I'm a very happy person. All right, one more thing. Is it possible for you to do, I mean, other than other than the, the, the time I was born, is it possible to you to do a trick with, like, Tim? Because you know me and Carolyn, but you've just met Tim. Is there right. something that we could do over the air which would really impress people? Well, we could try. I think I can. So let me, uh, let me think. Tim, um, I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. And imagine right now that you have four playing cards in front of you. You with me? Yep. And they're all queens. Can you can you imagine that they're all queens? Um. Well, queen of spades, queen of okay, okay, not that kind of, not that kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Queen of clubs. There's a couple jacks that identify as queens in my head. No, we're we're going to identify these queens for themselves. Okay. Okay. So I want you. They were to assigned queen at birth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These are four playing cards with uteruses. You with me? Right? <laughs> now, I want you to. I'm going to grab two invisible from you and hold them up. Am I holding up the red ones or the black ones? Uh, you're holding up the red ones. I am. Yeah. I want you to look at the two red ones. Forget about the black ones. Mm -hmm. And as you look at the two red ones, mm -hmm. I want you to simply remember, just say one of those cards. One. Either the, the diamond or the heart. Just say one. Diamond. The diamond. Okay. So here's the reason I asked you to do that. Because um, these, I, before we started, picked up four jumbo cards. I'm tripping over my bench, so you're going to see me get hurt at this moment. I picked up four jumbo cards, and I did this on purpose because I have one card inverted in the oh, deck. Look at that. And that is the Queen of Diamonds. Wait a minute. You know what's funny? You could have picked black, red. You could have picked diamonds, hearts, spades, clubs. Tim, I knew what you were going to do before we started because, look, you have... The three blue cards, the Queen of Diamonds is the only one with a red back. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and the listening quick, audience, this is a miracle. Wow. So what you're seeing is one card that Tim named with a red back. And by the way, Tim, I was so positive that you were going to say the Queen of Diamonds, right? That the other three cards don't even have faces on them. Wow. Uh, so this I want is you a miracle. Know, I Look at this. into the Queen of Diamonds before you and I even spoke. Does that what you wanted, Dale? Something like yes, that? Yes, exactly you? like that. That was beautiful. Long-distance mentalism. You. I think that's. Uh, I think you you could probably make it in this business. Yeah, don't put that clip up, though. I don't. <laughs> well, what happened? <laughs> I, I can't talk about it. I, you know. <laughs> that was great. Oh my God, that's funny. Um, so yeah, that was something quick for Tim. That's amazing. Very, very nice. Very, very there nice. Well, go. we appreciate uh, we appreciate no, you. No, no. It, where, where would some? Oh, yes, do you have something to say? 
Yeah, I was just going to say, I know I appreciate being here today because I'm thinking to myself, you know, Carolyn called me and said, hey, it's April Fool's. We're looking for the biggest fool. And guess what? We picked you. <laughs> I did not say that. Well, I did say that. But she actually don't said, tell people she, I she, said no, that. She actually said she already had number one and two booked. She needed a third. <laughs> <laughs> I'm partnered with numbers one and two. So <laughs> she, she tried to get Andrew Cuomo on the phone, but he wouldn't yeah, answer. Us, so. yeah. Anyhow, where? <sighs> can people get in touch with you if they'd like to learn more about your speech or your mentalism or possibly how to juggle? Uh, yeah, there you go. Don't ask me to juggle, man. Oh, no, no. <laughs> we already know. I break stuff. Um, yeah, joecursillo.com, J-O-E-C-U-R-C-I-L-L-O. If you don't feel like spelling out my name, just go to myspeakerspage.com. Myspeakerspage.com will get you to Joe Cursillo. Wow. So that's where you find me. It's the best way to get to me. And if you're looking for a show, go to themindshark.com. Fantastic. Joker Solo, thank guys. you for coming to us all the way from uh, from Hershey, Pennsylvania, one of the sweetest towns in America. And uh, we appreciate you being here in another day above ground. Before we uh, go, Carolyn, do you have any uh, farewell uh, thoughts, images, things you learned from this episode? Yes. Don't trust anybody on April 1st. If you're listening to this on April 1st, just say yes and move on from everything. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> okay, that's always good advice any day how about you tim uh yeah i want everyone to go to my website but i'm not going to give it i am transmitting it mentally <laughs> wow i'm picking up timslagle.com is that is that what you were trying to do Look at wow. That. Is that a, wow we, and we did not rehearse this right carolyn <laughs> no we don't rehearse anything that would be work <laughs> And, of course, I invite you to go to DaleIrvin.com, sign up for the Friday Funnies, and I will make you laugh every single Friday. And then, of course, we try and make you laugh every other day here on Another Day Above Ground. Please visit our website, AnotherDayAboveGround.com, all one word. You can leave us a message and let us know if you'd like to be on our show or if you have any topic you'd like us to uh, to go deeper into. And you can uh, read about uh, more about the, what the three of us are doing. That being said, I'm getting a frog in my throat. It'll probably hop out with a you know, something magic. But uh, that being said, we want you to go out, enjoy today. Don't get fooled because it is another day above ground. And that's it for another day above ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening. <laughs>